What ho, chaps and chapesses, it's time for the Bruce.com podcast. Hello. <laughs> I've been promising this for some time and threatening it for some time, so it's about time I put my money where my big fat mouth is. Uh, we have Bruce on the line, and uh, we will be back with him in just a few minutes. <laughs> You've waited a few weeks, so you can wait a few minutes more. <laughs> so I'm going to go and find some music, and uh, we'll both be right back. Yeah, you know what? You come up right up here, man. Come on up. You want to dance on the stage? Well, then get your ass up here, man. This is a pretty good one, actually. Okay, anybody who wants can do it on this one. This is a pretty good one. This is an epic story of romance, love, and family pride. An exhilarating ride. Oh, one, two, three. Yeah. 
that is one of my all-time favorites. I love that track. Bruce and I have been uh, gassing away behind the scenes, so uh, he is now ready to be hit with a load of your questions. So if I just now press this button here, it instantly becomes more entertaining. And I bet I could cover 50% of the questions with just one sweeping one, which is, (laughs) how are you, Bruce? I'm fine. I blew my voice out uh, in early December. Uh, seriously did it in, in, at the last gig in Aspen, Colorado, which is, I don't know, the first week of December. But three weeks later, I was singing on the air at Kink FM in Portland when I was out there for a basketball tournament that my son Keith was playing in. So, so really, it was okay a couple of weeks later. It was not like it was, it, it was, it was nothing permanently damaging at all. Uh, and I've been, I've been working steadily and making recording demos of the, the, the final musical songs that we've written, and uh, yes. so and I've got a couple of, couple of uh, private gigs booked in June. Yeah. So the, the, the shorter answer is, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, so I'm, I'm well. No sinister uh, reasons for a break then, other than no the break. No the break. <laughs> I think I think I clarified that on our website because uh, yeah. some, someone had written something about. You know some personal reasons, and that—that's so. Not, I don't know why some. I don't know who wrote that and why. Basically, it's—it's—it's it's very simple. It was just pure burnout is why I needed the break. Uh, physical burnout, but mostly just mental, psychological. <laughs> uh, well, just needed a break from the whole routine of touring. I basically got to the got to the point where the only enjoyable. Uh, aspect of touring were the two or three hours that we were playing on the stage. That uh, virtually every other part of it was uh, abhorrent to me, and that's that's no way, no, no place to be. And so I needed this break. Probably in the middle of our conversation, my conversation with our with my band guys at the beginning of January, I felt the need to really take some serious time away from the road, working every day in the, here in, in Williamsburg, here in the studio on various projects. But uh, we just spend that time making some moves to try to help our band uh, uh, have a better situation uh, as far as playing playing live. And a break after 25 years is quite well deserved. I think everyone has said. So. Well, and once again, no, it's not not like it's a break. It couldn't be less of a break. It's just a break from the touring. Sure. Jeff Clark asks, "Do you plan on updating BruceHornsbyLive.com with material from the 2009 tour?" We have fully 125, 130 single downloadable songs to put out and, pro- and probably seven or eight full shows to put out. And okay. so, how, so how they uh, how they get out there, I don't know just yet, but I'm hope since we're not touring this summer, I guess I thought on a sort of a boneheaded level that in, in lieu of that, we put out all this music <laughs> instead. So sorry we're not out there this summer, but here's something to listen to. And, well, uh, actually, that was one of the questions. A uh, uh, guy called Ray emailed in and said, is there any chance of, say, the Yoshi's concerts from 98 or other older shows ever being available on the Bruce Hornsby Live website to Well, download? you know, what's interesting you say, that you bring that show up because uh, Daigle has been talking and some of the people at Red Light have been talking to various sites, I guess, that... that, that disseminate this music and one of them i forget what it's called maybe it's nugs.com once again you're talking to a fairly uninformed person seems here to ring a bell 
but I think what's that? It seems to ring a bell that name. Yeah, no, I think it's Nugs. You have to. You could ask Daigle. Right. Yeah. Of course, when I'm saying Daigle, I'm referring to Wayne Pooley. Of course. You know that's his nickname. Uh, inspired. It was given to him by my older brother Bobby, uh, in uh, as an homage to this old cook. Uh, uh, who used to cook at this biker bar we used to play in the 70s called, in Virginia Beach called The Cave. And this guy, Wayne Daigle, used to get the shit beat out of him by bikers for making bad steaks. <laughs> and so he would be getting his ass kicked out in front. And my brother, who was the combination bass player, sound man, light man, he would reach up and turn the light around to light the fight. <laughs> <laughs> so we would be the sound check to Wayne Daigle getting a beaten, the real Wayne Daigle. So when I say Daigle, I'm referring to our guy, Wayne Pooley, who only purely for the reason that his name is Wayne right. acquired that nickname from my brother. And of course it stuck. It stuck. Uh, so, uh, all right, Daigle's been, Daigle and, some, and the red light guys have been talking to these, these sites. And I think the guy at Nugs told him that, that our 98 Yoshi's show, uh, something from that, that run has been up uh, available for free and has been downloaded 302,000 times. Really? So this person can be the 302,001st. Right. Uh, if they just go to, I think it's nugs.com, but that, that, that show that this, this person is at, is this Ray you're saying? Uh, the, yes, Ray asked that question. Ray, tell Ray that it's been available for a while. You know, once again, unbeknownst to me, this, is, this was news to all of us. One, that it was available, and two, that it had been downloaded so many times. Mm. So, uh, so, yeah, it's out there. This person asks, which new artists today impress you? Uh, and I know you and I both have a mutual love of Rachel Griffin, for one. Well, okay, I'm glad you brought her up. I, thought, I, I guess I was thinking of... Uh, People who are out there in the in the scene and you know making and making records that are you know on, maybe on the radio or at least two people are touring. Rachel Griffin is certainly someone who I've been, I guess you could say, championing for a while now, and she certainly deserves all the success that that she you know, can have and hopefully will have. Uh, so uh, yeah, Rachel Griffin is certainly one of them. You can see her on YouTube. She makes these very uh, captivating videos where she's just singing right into the camera with her little electronic keyboard and uh, it's just great. I've turned various friends of mine. The great producer Russ Teitelman is a good friend of mine and turned Russ Russ is known for having co-produced with Lenny Warnker so many of the great uh, Warner Brothers uh, singer-songwriters of the 70s, Ricky Lee Jones, Randy Newman, James Taylor. Uh, so Russ is now a Rachel fan. Uh, uh, I, I think the Verve people are interested in Rachel, but you never know. It's so hard. There's so many, there's so much talent out. There's there's great talent in my program at Miami, uh, the, the, what we call the Camp Program, the Creative American Music Program. It's amazing the level uh, of uh, of, achieve, of development that these kids are at. Uh, 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 Sean Colvin and I did a concert in in October of last year for the Festival Miami. Uh, concert series, and we were judges at the song at the, at the, you know, the Creative American Music Program Songwriters Showcase. The winner, uh, or winners in this case, we had two winners uh, opened for our concert the next night. And Sean was saying to me, "Oh my God, these people are so much farther along than I was at that age." And I could say, "Did I?" Said, "Yeah, really? me, me too." Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, so, 
Uh, there's so much out there, and uh, so. But but, but yeah, to, to answer the question specifically, uh, oh come on, I always have a hard time with with this. You know, the, the, some of the people that I will name are not really new. I think the songwriter who writes for the group The Shins, I think his name is James Mercer, but I'm not sure. I think he's a great songwriter. I really love a lot of his music. I think he's a great, he's a great uh, melodist. Mm. He has great, very melodic music, really well done. I think Jamie Cullum from Your Side of the Pond is yeah. a great talent. Uh, in every way, he's a hell of a piano player, a great singer. And uh, so I think he's got a lot to offer. Um, I, I generally draw a blank. In this, when people ask me about this, and then, then someone will remind me, and I'll go, "Oh yeah, that's all oh, right. That's also great." <laughs> but anyway, they're, they're, so there, there are three at least for you. Thank you. One influence on you, um, David Watterson wrote in and mentioned Keith Jarrett. Yeah. And he says, "I know you're a big Keith Jarrett fan." He says, "Have you considered recording a solo piano improv? Imp- can't say the word improvisational." album in the studio is it in the spirit of keith jarrett well no because i think but i haven't considered that because i don't think that what i have to offer in that area is anything unique i've never really tried to develop anything in this sort of improvisational solo piano context uh because i think it would be just too derivative and there are enough people who have done that uh i don't need to add to the mass of records that are basically doing their poor man's Keith Jarrett version. <laughs> you said the <laughs> same about jazz at one time, though. Well, okay, okay. Well, so but I, I may have said that, but but then to me, I mean, for, for, uh, I found a way to do it right. that I thought was my own, and right. that's what hence, hence the Camp Meeting record. And, and you know, when I and Jack and Christian had the same reaction when they heard my sort of retakes, rearrangements, reharmonizations. Uh, and just different ideas uh, uh, for ways of, of performing some of these old jazz standards. Their word was fresh. You know, Jack said, "Wow, this is really fresh." And uh, and so that uh, I people all ask me for years, "When are you going to make a jazz record?" And I, and I would always say, "Well, when I have a good idea, when I have a, an idea that I think makes it, when I, uh, gives me a reason to make it, rather than just doing stylistically something very derivative." And so. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. So I said that for years, and then I graduated. It was sort of a side project for me, a hobby on the side. It'd be every now and then I'd start uh, sort of fooling around with these with this music from this area. I, I, my standard line is: I consider myself a friend of jazz. I, I I know the language, but I don't speak it for a living, and so it's kind of like when you take six years of French, and right. and, and, and and right at that time when you're Right in the thick of, of your studies, you can pr- speak it pretty well. Maybe if I went to Fran- France at age you know, 21 after taking all those years, I could have been okay, uh, held my own. Mm. But you let it go for a while, and then you're done. You need, to, you, you need the serious refresher course. So uh, that's my feeling about, ja- I, about the jazz, about my relationship to the jazz world. Uh, I'm, once again, uh, it's, it's a side hobby of mine right now i think i have uh, an interesting idea for a, ne- a next jazz a future jazz record and those guys have often been saying to me hey you know when, when we're going to do it again <laughs> and yeah. so so I, I think that will definitely happen 
and I think I have another idea that will make it very different. Of course, it's rather dissonant. It's ne definitely not going to be the language of the people, if you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. <laughs> people know, especially in my solo concerts, I've been inflicting you know, 20th century and 21st century now modern classical music on the poor, unsuspecting audience. Anton Webern rings a bell. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Webern, Schoenberg, uh, now Elliot Carter, Ives, Barber, um, mm. now Messiaen, the great French composer, uh, on and on. And so that's that's something I work on. Another sort of side, sure. <laughs> side project. Uh, but that's influencing my writing in the jazz world. Once again, I'm doing it very casually, mm. but but I think I have a, a reason to do it again now. Uh, stylistically, I think I have an idea that, at least for me, is interesting. Oi, geezers. You're listening to the Bruce.com podcast. Have it. I'd like to thank Bruce for the time he spent with us this evening. Uh, he will be back with us next week to answer some more of your questions. Um, I'm going to finish up with Rachel Griffin, who we were both just enthusing about a moment ago. Uh, Rachel has a CD out called I'm Up to No Good. You also find her all over YouTube, as Bruce has said. Um, the song I want to finish out with is called Do You Want To? You can get this CD from cdbaby.com. And also Rachel has her own site at Rachel Griffin, that's G-R-I-F-F-I-N.com. Uh, so do check it out. It's uh, highly recommended. So here comes Rachel Griffin, and we will be back with you next week. Thank you, Bruce, and thanks, Rach. Do you want to go for a ride with me tonight? you want to get away well i know the perfect place where we can do you want to clear your mind leave your troubles behind well, I have a plan, a plan to escape, and I will show you the way, and I'll show you how to ba dum di ba dum di dum day. They are ba ba dum dum di dum day, ba ba dum dum di dum day. Ba ba dum dum di di dum dum di dum di dum day. Aren't you tired of just hanging around? I know where the excitement is found. Funny, then come with me. Come with me. Don't you wanna? Ooh, oh, yeah, 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 Go for a ride with me tonight 
to get away. Well, I know the perfect place where we can. Ba dum di ba dum di dum day. Vaya ba ba dum dum di dum day. Ba ba dum dum di dum day. Ba ba dum ba di. Da ba da ba di. Da di da da di dum dum di we dum di we dum day. Ba dum di dum di da di da 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 di dum day. Vaya vaya. Well, now that concludes this spiffingly exciting Bruce dot com podcast for this evening.